This is The Art Life. Hello, I'm Zandra Robinson-Burns, writer and the protagonist of Heroin Training. Today is the Artist's Way finale. We're here at week 12 with my co-host, actress and activist, Grace Gordon. Grace, how is your art life? Zandra, my art life is seeing the results. I have so much to say, but I have come off of, I am in the middle of the craziest and biggest week of my whole career, my whole art life. And um, it is such a week 12 of the artist's way experience that I am having. When we started this series, we talked about how when I've done the artist's way before, I've always had these sort of tangible results. And then through this round, through our weekly episodes, I talked about um, how I had how I'd sort of gone into this thinking that I, I knew what I wanted, right? I was like, I want to get acting results. Like, I want acting career results. And I sort of had a sense of humor about it because working through the book, it was like realizing how much I actually need to surrender and let go of the need for results and enjoy my life more and enjoy process more and get inspired and write a poem and build relationships. And so that ended up being what this experience turned into where I where I realized how much better life is when I let go of that need to control outcomes. Last week on the show, I at some point in the episode mentioned that I had had this amazing discussion that day with a director. We had talked about a film that I was in talks to be in and how because it had it was really already cast, he gave me the option to um, to put me in the film, to you know put me in and give me a line in a scene or two, or uh, to wait, to wait for um, potential additional footage that was going to be shot in a few months, where I could have a meteor scene in a more meaningful character. And even though it was only ninety percent sure that those scenes would even get filmed, I chose to wait. Um, and I said that on the show because it had just happened that day. And it felt like such a good artist's way, process-oriented, self-respecting decision. But Zandra, two days after that phone call, I get a, a call back out of nowhere. And this director says to me, he says, I was so moved by your choice to, to wait and your you know desire to be in this film, but also like, that you, that your priority was craft and you, you respected the story and yourself enough to want to wait for a better work. And he said, I wrote you a scene. I, let me just tell you what you think. I, here's this idea. And I can't go into details just because obviously the film's not out yet, but also, you know, we're in the middle of filming. But yes, we're in the middle of filming, Zandra. He wrote me the most perfect possible and you, you know more details off the air. The most perfect possible scene for me as an actor, so much so that I have zero stage fright. I have no nerves going into the biggest film set on a major studio lot, surrounded by actors I have grown up watching in some of my favorite shows and films. 
I have no stage fright because it's so right for me that I could not be more in my element. And all of this came from a choice to just prioritize process and build an authentic relationship with an artist, you know, based on my real interests and not just rush for results. And I am just cracking up because, you know, I'm filming this week and this is happening because of all of these these self-respecting choices, but I'm cracking up because there I was 12 weeks ago trying to control the outcome. And then every time something has Something good has come in the past three months of doing this book. It's been because I surrendered control completely and focused instead on process and on building authentic relationships with other artists, whether it's my relationship with the gallery owner at Sugarmint Gallery or this film project um, or other things too. I'm like, the lessons of the artist's way have brought results in the biggest ways of my whole life, but it wasn't my tight plan that worked out. It was, um, it was, yeah, releasing this, this grip and really enjoying people and enjoying creativity more. So I guess my art life is seeing the results. Here we are. And my God. Yeah. I, I mean, there is so much going on. That is the dream. What a journey. I bet there are people listening to this story that are squealing along to your news. And the only reason I am not is because I've had a week's warning and I got all the squeals out. So thank you for that. I was literally like, I can't even send you a voice note right now because mm-hmm. it would hurt your ears. Oh my gosh, Grace, I'm so happy for you. And I'm just, I am basking in this clear example of what it means to get results because it's not about like, it's just so whole. There's there's so many parts of this that are just it's contentment and it's fulfillment and like that's the bar so I really want to remember this and I'm glad we're recording it on a podcast yeah my dad I told my dad all of the news today because I've just been so busy I haven't been able to talk to him and he said he said I hope you're keeping a, a journal or some kind of log of all of these things because it's so interesting it's not just you know good and good to remember but it's really interesting these coincidences that have lined up and I was like, oh, yeah, I have a podcast. <laughs> I said, well, there's a log. I'm keeping a record. Um, yeah. And just to put a cherry on top, like the in terms of synchronicities, you know, I talked about that the the situation with that other director and the pants. And I, this was a few weeks ago, you know, like like loving this fashion line and how my favorite director was like wearing the same print. And how somehow the synchronicities brought that into, I got hired by one of my favorite designers to like be a model for their new line after expressing enthusiasm for their work and for this design that I and my favorite director were wearing. Anyway, um, 
I told that story on the show a few weeks ago, also a very synchronicitous artist way thing. But uh, I actually talked to him today because I told him the story. I was like, you know what? I'm going to send him a voice memo and I'm going to just tell him the whole story. And I also included that I was filming this project this week because um, because he has he mostly has directed stuff on this on the Warner Brothers lot. And that's where I'm filming. And so I'm proud of myself. But, you know, I'm very excited. But I also just it was like another thing. Right. That I was like filming my first big movie. And it's like I'm thinking about you. Because um, so many of these good things that are happening are, are sort of uh, vaguely connected to things he has inspired. And he was so sweet and he sent me all of this advice. Like I, I said, if you have any suggestions of just making a good impression. And this man, he took so much time out of his day to send me all of these thoughtful pieces of acting, you know, acting advice and congratulations and like laughing at all of the funny coincidences going on. But um, that too, right? I mean, that's a story about, about just having enthusiasm for an artist and their work. And then I just, I, I don't know. It's just all so wonderful. It's all so authentic too. In all the excitement and all of the synchronicities, Grace, is there anything in particular that you would like to to save, to crystallize this experience as like a message to yourself when you go back and listen to this log later on? Yeah, it's a great question. And I think that the thing I want to remember is that all of the good came from real unbridled enthusiasm for the artists and the ideas that I love, whether it's poetry or horror movies or this, you know, film I'm working on. It all came from a real place of love for artists and, and stories. And, um, all of it also came from not trying to rush into some result. That time that I wrote the poem or that, you know, booking that modeling gig, that was a year and a half in the making. And even this film I've been talking talks for, for almost a year. And I said, no, last week I said, no, I'll wait to potentially do something in the future. And then this amazing thing happened. But I guess the thing I want to remember is it all came from this place of like just self-respect, um, enthusiasm for my people and the stories that I want to be connected with. And there was just, yeah, it was like all not trying to control a plan. It was just being honest about what I love and what I want to be part of and kind of giving it to God, as Julia Cameron would say, you know, in all of these experiences, I was just like, wow, I love that. That would be fun. But I'll, I'll just hope for the right thing to come along. Instead of like stressing myself out over wanting to be somewhere that I'm not. Well, I am just replaying 
the flashbacks of all of the wins and this like curtain call montage that concludes our artist's way journey here on the show. Yeah, I'm so grateful for people who have joined us on this uh, on this artist's way journey and for people who are joining us in the future because I know there will be people either catching up or listening to this even just a year in the future. So hello and thank you, you know, week 12. Thank you for joining us and for hearing my journey going through this book for the third time. Um, I hope all of you have had wins as well. But in the meantime, Zandra, how is your art life? Oh yeah, my art life. My art life is listening to throwback pop favorites. I have been... How do I even tell the story? <laughs> I I can't remember if it was even during our Artist's Way series yet, but when I was finishing up the book properly, for one of my artist dates, I worked on a song idea I had for a Jane Austen pop song. That was just like a one-off, ooh, I need to do an artist date, so I'll play with this. And... Grace, I have too many songs for an EP now. <laughs> Oops. Oops. I guess I accidentally wrote an album of Jane Austen pop music. And my synchronicity story today is that I've made these little playlists, one for each song, because I have pretty much no songwriting experience. This is all just or like training. Um, I'm just going off the cuff. And so my method is to make playlists of songs that I feel like I want my song to sound like and then put it together and create something different. And one of the so I've been going back through like my all time favorite pop songs. I made myself on Spotify a hot 100. That is for me personally. And I rediscovered these songs from my childhood that I really loved by Faith Hill. And it's like country pop. And then I opened up The Artist's Way to go review my notes. And I noticed that week, week 12 is recovering a sense of faith. <laughs> Perfect. So can I just say, I think it's so funny to hear you say I'm not a trained songwriter. I don't know how to write songs because you are this amazing curator of playlists and of music. And so I so strongly uh, associate you with music and with like storytelling through music because of the way that you incorporate musical theater and Taylor Swift and all of these incredible songs into your art and your friendships even. Like I, when I'm talking to you in our friendship, it's like, oh, what song should we listen to to celebrate something? Um, so it's, it's so funny to hear the way that you are like, oh, that's, 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 I'm not trained to do that. Or, you know, I never learned songwriting because I'm like, but of course you're good at it. And of course you have already have too many songs for an EP and you're ready to go with an album because it's what you were meant to do. You don't need to take a class. <laughs> well, thank you for your confidence. And um, I'll say thank you 
as well to Aaron, who I know is listening, who um, weeks and weeks ago on the show, I I brought up how like, oh, it, I think it was Artist Way Week One when I was like, we we're talking about critics. And I said, I'm surrounded by people who are professional musicians and work in the music industry. And she texted me and she's like, hold on. <laughs> I met you through music. You are a musician. What are you talking about? But I think this is the artist's way thing, that I grew up as a classically trained vocalist. I took a music theory class at school and did all of these like serious, proper things. And like listening to pop music and curating mix CDs for my friends and burning them on CD and decorating the the like album art for the mix CD, that was like completely in hobby zone. And so because I knew what it was, what it felt like to like be in a workshop with women who were training to be professional opera singers, I thought that creating something had to look like that, had to be in that classroom. And that has certainly helped the the formal training that I've had. It, it all helps and it's all contributing to what I do now. But it was just opening the door from that experience of thinking that this has to look a certain way and realizing if I bring in everything that I love if I bring in Taylor Swift and my favorite novels and Faith Hill and all of my favorite pop songs growing up and combine that with the guitar class I took in sixth grade, that all adds up to something that only I can create. And that is that is very, very exciting to me. I'm curious about what the feeling is creating from this space in your adulthood and just from inspiration as opposed to being in that class environment? Like, what is the feeling difference? Oh, that's such a good question. I'm trying to take myself back. So I think growing up, I was always handed someone else's music. And it was like, this suits your voice part. And every now and then I got a say where like I had a um, a songbook for my voice part because my voice teacher had picked out this aria for me. But also in that book, I noticed there were songs that were set to Shakespeare um, lyrics from there are some songs in, in Shakespeare and you know, composers put music to it. And I really, really connected with that because I was such a, a Shakespeare nerd um, and still am. So I was like, can I do this song too? And it felt like such a treat. But it's like, instead of going with what my ability is and, and letting that be like the guiding light um, of like, here's how to best like show off what your voice can do. Instead, it's coming from this place of like, I feel even younger. I feel like I'm a five-year-old with my like little, I had this uh, red Fisher Price cassette tape, like 
player that I could carry around with a little handle and it had a little microphone attached to it. I feel like I'm I'm that musician again. That sounds That's my way answer. more fun. <laughs> I want to hang out sure. with her. <laughs> I hope, Mom, if you have a picture, please share. Because, um, yeah, that I just that memory just flew back to me. Oh, my gosh. But it's like sitting on the floor with my guitar and my like collage scraps is how it feels. It's like um, it's so accidental. It's I mean it. I'm not being like <laughs> I'm not making a funny joke when I'm like I accidentally wrote an album. It just it feels like this is all an accident. And it it it's like, oops, that was effortless. Can I, I can't, can I get, can I get away with this? Mm, Like I enjoyed this so much. It wasn't hard work. Yeah. So how can it be this full album? (laughs) And uh, like, I, I so enjoyed my classical training and I really learned so much from it. And I get so much joy when I come up with a line for one of my pop songs that gets to like bring in that influence. I'm like, oh, I get to use that too. It's all, it's just everything was meant to be. Everything was meant to be. Sounds like you have a lot of faith. Yep. Grace, we are saying farewell to the artist's way. Um, what a journey this has been. What on earth do we even... What is there left to say? Right. I mean, it's like, at this point, my life has turned into embodying it, and yours has too. And I think that we've both just been telling stories by example this episode. This is what it means to to finish the book and to bring the lessons into life. But I guess I am wondering... If there's anything specific that you're like, this is what I want to take with me. You know, this is a lesson I want to bring or remember. I think a good place to to close out this journey is just to, since we've told stories of how it's affected our life and the results, is to talk more about daily life, to talk about process What are you going to take with you? What reminders are you bringing from this process of working through the artist's way? Oh, I love that. First of all, I want to say to anyone who is here with us at week 12, who's just finished week 12, and you're like, "Uh, I don't feel, I don't know what what my breakthrough was. I felt that way too. Um, And in going through and reviewing reviewing the book through this podcast like I have been doing for the past 12 weeks, I have really seen how doing the book in full was planting the seeds. And now that I've kept up with it and let time pass, I can really, really point and say, oh, that one artist date has turned into an album as one example of something that has uh, that uh, one example of the fruits of my lack of labors. Lack of labors. <laughs> Delicious fruits. <laughs> but I really struggled. I um, And you can listen to me back in the trailer episode, which was when I just finished the book. And I was like, 
I don't know if I'm going to have something to say. And I was worried about all of you listening and letting you down. So if you're not seeing a huge, obvious breakthrough right now, it might just not have come to light yet. I'm really glad you said that because I I also had that feeling of like, I don't want it to sound like you have to book a major movie role (laughs) for this to have been (laughs) like a valuable experience. Like I have done this book several times now. And so I had an idea of the flow of the thing, but, but I'm really glad that you brought up, not just that you don't need to have like a specific thing happen, but that also it can unfold in the months after like yours has been. I think some of the magic of it is opening the book and being open and receptive and hopeful for experiencing some sort of life-changing moment. And it is holding that idea as well as the book itself that can really get you there. I just wanted to share, I wrote down quotes from my notebook from week 12. And one of the things was, I fear that I won't have a life-changing breakthrough. So that's how I was feeling at the time. And now I'm I'm less constrained by the need to have a life-changing breakthrough. And I think I'm also at the same time having one. Yeah. I mean, you've been having a few like the things you just told us about, but also, you know, things I know that are going on in your art life off the air, gigs you've gotten, um, and ideas that you've had that have been some of your best yet. Like there've been so many amazing things that have popped up in the past few months. So I just think it's also super important to really start taking note of the wins or the things you are proud of. And maybe that is, I booked this gig, or I was asked to write this thing. Or maybe it is like, I've been getting more movement in, I quit dairy, these other things that we've talked about that feel so important, that we can also be proud of. I will also share vague, vague, uh, job updates <laughs> that I, I did book a, a big writing job and I can't talk about it yet. Yeah. But my big win from it, actually, going back to the movement discussion that we had and how I remember reading that and then not really implementing it during the during the week, was that I am so proud, like more proud than booking this job, that I am like walking around the city with a little notebook, writing down ideas, and that's how I'm doing my work. I'm more proud of like that breakthrough of process that I'm letting myself do that, even though it feels like slacking off. I'm at, I'm at the point now where I know I work better that way. And then when I get to my desk, it's just a matter of of getting it down. I am so glad that you were able to at least mention this because it was a dream of yours, this writing job you've gotten. And um, and you're so very much doing it your way. If you had gotten that a few years ago, 
maybe you would have tried to fit into a certain box more, but now you're doing it in the most Zandra way possible. And I'm glad that the timing worked out this way. Funny story. I did try to box myself in this time and write it a certain way. And my editor was confused and was like, what happened to your voice? And I was like, oh, I, st- I studied the style guide. I did what the style guide said. And she's like, can you write it how you write it? And when I was like, you know what? I'm going to have fun with this no matter what. And they're going to either love it or hate it, but I had fun. Um, everyone was blown away. <laughs> they were like, what is who is this person? Yes, we love it. So um, I'm just, I'm giddy that I've, I'm in this, um, I'm in this partnership that really appreciates what I can bring to the table and trusts me to do that. And, um, and that I, I get to do it. So uh, I, I can't wait to talk in more details soon. Yes. But in the meantime, the process is really what matters. It is. Grace, what are you bringing away? For all of this beginning discussion about results and, you know, huge career wins and like big week in my, in my life. um, It's funny because my, like the things that I'm proudest of, um, the ideas, the, the, the poem I wrote, the job I booked, they all came from rest play and authentic relationship building. And there was so much in my morning pages in week nine, we had to read over our morning pages. There was so much about wanting more movement, wanting to read and sing and dance, but wanting to do them more for pleasure than for trying to, than, you know, trying to hit some marker. So like my commitment to myself in the months to come is just more creative play and authentic community building that isn't about trying to get some product or hit some measurable goal. Like the irony is that all of the good things came from that kind of process oriented living, but I just really, really see how much pressure I put on myself and how I don't end up enjoying anything that I think I love. Well, even reading. I mean, you know how I'm like 100 books a year and I got to like, you know, read the full series of this and do it by a certain date. And I just I'm seeing how much pressure I put on myself to to and like so much rigidity that I live under to achieve even results with like my hobbies and with the things that I'm supposed to enjoy. And so I think going forward, what I'm bringing from this is just like really prioritizing creative play, community building, and dancing and singing and exercising, reading for more for pleasure than for proving something or rushing through something. We can get away with that. To everyone listening, we would absolutely love to hear your breakthroughs and celebrate those with you and encourage you to write down what feels like a breakthrough to you. But most of all, we want to celebrate play and process 
which is why we've chosen to do our campfire episode, sharing your stories on our artist dates. This is the question perhaps we get asked most is what should I do for an artist date? So we thought we would extend that question to all of you and bring our experiences together. So please email us a story about a memorable artist date that you went on so we can gather all these ideas together, read the stories out loud on the show and create a special campfire episode for everyone. I can't wait to hear from our community what they've been doing to take themselves out on artist dates. Um, And speaking of our awesome community, I'm so thankful for the people who have joined us in real time doing the artist way for the people who have written in and written reviews for the show and told their friends about us and tweeted about us and emailed all of these beautiful moments we've had from people who've been with us along this process. So, you know, we mentioned the names on our website of our first artist way cluster. And I, um, I wanted to just take a moment to shout out one of our most faithful listeners, Lori Kim, who's been writing to us every week with a reflection on her journey through the artist way. Lori has written these beautiful like mini essays just privately to us about her experience with each chapter, the things she has um, realized, the artist dates she's been on. But I wanted to take a moment to celebrate her because in the past week, Zandra, I know you're not on Twitter, so I'm really excited I get to tell you about this on air. I um, see a note. You see a note. Our, in our episode document. Lori. And I, I didn't click it because I was waiting. Oh, my gosh. She <laughs> started share. tweeting this week about it's the perfect, like, playful week 12 thing. She started tweeting about her vision of each of the Harry Potter main characters going through the artist's way. What it would be like for Snape, for Draco, for Hermione, Molly Weasley, Ron Weasley, all of these characters. And she and I just went off on Twitter on this long thread. And so I put the, I'm putting a link in our show notes because if you are a fan of like Harry Potter mythology characters, even if you've distanced yourself from the author in the past few years, this is really fun. And Lori and I had such a good time. I was so inspired by her and it was just joyous. So she, I put a link to the Twitter thread and um, you can click on each, like, you know, if you want to see more, there's certain, certain characters she wrote about, like if you click on the tweet, you'll see even more underneath each one as we, as we discussed um, the projects that they would make and the, the Etsy shop Hermione would run. So that was just like really fun. And I just want to extend gratitude for how consistent and faithful she's been in communicating with us about her process. But more than anything, for this really fun experience I had interacting with her on, on Twitter, um, I hope everyone checks it out who's interested just because it was so fun. What a fun thing to dream about your favorite characters doing the artist's way. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I am so grateful, Lori, and also so grateful for any uh, for any invitation to enjoy the Harry Potter world. Um in a safe space so <laughs> the artist's way is a safe space uh what so can you just give me a teaser grace what is hermione's etsy shop oh my gosh well i 
almost don't want to give anything away. But okay, we, okay. we talked no, we talked a little bit about um about like affirmations, these things that are in the artist's way. And we were I was saying how, oh, she would have a whole line of like jewelry that come that is inspired by magical objects like the Remembral and the Time Turner. Oh. And then we talked about potentially how she could have a locket or some piece of jewelry, uh, a coin that flashes affirmations and meaningful <gasps> compliments from people that you love when you're having moments of self-doubt. And so oh, we were very excited and we gosh. have started designing Hermione's magical objects Etsy shop. Oh my gosh. So um, Hermione, let us know if you need business managers because oh, we've got all your ideas ready. Done. Can someone please, if you're if you're listening at Hogwarts, can you please just sneak a copy of The Artist's Way into that library? Because this is so healthy. And there were lots of discussions, too, about how characters like Snape or Draco would have benefited from from The Artist's Way. What a what a fun time. I, I just really enjoyed this. I'm going to read that for an artist date. What is the art life? The art life is just enjoying the the juicy fruits of no labor. (laughs) (laughs) The art life is wonderful (laughs) results coming from just pure pleasure, pure enjoyment. Sandra, what is the art life? Mm, uh, okay well it, in in true artist way fashion i'm not going to put pressure on myself what's just going to come out of my mouth the art life is fun <laughs> yeah i was almost going to say like insistence on play but even insisting feels like too much effort so it's just just enjoy yourself just surrender and, yeah i totally um, yeah i totally agree with you like it really is that simple and all of the good that we have shared right now has come from that. I can't wait to hear from everyone. Me too. I can't wait to hear from everyone for like a long time in the future. Please email us whether it is for the campfire episode that is coming up live or if you're listening months or years in the future the art life at heroinetraining.com and we especially encourage you to sign up for our newsletter this week at our website theartlife.show because we have an announcement that has been born from everything we've learned here on the artist's way we're going on vacation <laughs> we both uh, felt the need after doing this 12 week series to take a break and we're like is that going to be okay with everyone and decided to reframe it as um we're not taking a break we are taking time off to go on artist vacation which is like a super mega artist date or at least that's the intention for this time so um to take our own advice to ourselves to heart We are going to take a month or so 
off of the show. Give everyone time to catch up or um, go back and listen to old episodes if you've just joined us fresh for the Artist Way series. Um, and who knows what epiphanies will come from from surrendering to play. I'm so excited because we have some some fun things planned in our friendship in terms of just like trying to take vacations together, even though we're in different countries, our like remote little vacations we're doing, um, at, even at a distance. Um, there's so many little things we can tell people about in the future. But yeah, I mean, you know, we've been putting these episodes out and doing them this way, and we both have these big gigs to focus on right now. So we're just um, so busy, so, and, and our dreams. Yes, we're both so busy living our dreams. But the other thing is, we have, we are aware that some of our listeners have been wanting to catch up because they fell a few weeks behind, and so we're giving you all time to catch up, and then you know reconvene in a few weeks because. We want people to, to arrive fresh and ready to talk about artist dates as a community. And we want to enjoy a few weeks of pure play. So maybe you'll go on an artist vacation too. Join us remotely. That's what we're doing. In the meantime, if you're wanting to keep up with the show, make sure to sign up for our newsletter. Um, it's updated every couple of weeks or at our pleasure (laughs) but we'll also have a trailer out next week on our main podcast feed just to keep people updated on what's next for the art life so you can look forward to that you can sign up for our newsletter Um, and until then zandra where can people find your art you can find my art at heroinetraining.com I also have a newsletter, and if you're signing up for the Art Life newsletter, there's the option to also subscribe to my newsletter and be sent my writing when it comes out, which is monthly-ish. Um, and that's, yeah, that's it. I don't have any music up yet, but everything that I am making in the future will be homed on heroinetraining.com. That's where my writing is, all my projects. Um Gosh, I've been there a long time now. <laughs> I've had that website since um, 2012. So that it's quite the scrapbook to go enjoy in our art time off. Grace, where can people find your art? Well, gosh, I will be updating on Instagram as I set up my new apartment and enjoy this time on set. Um, I also have art up at sugarmintgallery.com, which, uh, or sugarmint.com, um, the gallery in Pasadena that I've talked a lot about. They have a, a, a witchcraft and occult themed art show that I have art up at. And their next art show is um, Dexter inspired, as in the Showtime show Dexter. So I'm going to have some pieces up at that too next month. Lots to see there. So I'll have a link to Sugarman Gallery just because they are um, so great and definitely part of my artist cluster. Um, But yeah, give me a follow on Instagram if you like it, if you use it. And if not, like check out what I'm up to at the gallery. Well, everyone, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. We will be back soon and then less soon. 
until then, from my side of the world, I wish you all a good morning. And from my side of the world, I wish you all a good night. Bye. Cheers. This is The Art Life, a heroin training podcast with Grace Gordon and me, Zandra Robinson-Burns. You can find us online and subscribe to our newsletter at theartlife.show and send letters to The Art Life, care of Grace Gordon, P.O. Box number 4292, Valley Village, California, 91617. Our theme music is The Stream by Rory. Thank you for joining us.